We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX and new customers can bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets. It's just that easy. I'm Leah Merrill joined by Steve Peters and Craig Morgan and we welcome in special guests today, Coyotes goalie Scott Wedgwood. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. This will be fun. <laughs> yeah, say that now, Wedgie. That may change. I'll send you my bill after. I don't know what it's going to be yet. <laughs> exactly. Why don't you, by the way, why don't you start by telling people uh, where you're uh, living right now? Um, well, maybe, maybe we should. Well, maybe not where, yeah. exactly you where. Like, like, give your room number, your floor. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. You're in a hotel. Yes. Yeah, I'm in a hotel still, so. Hotel since I think got down to Jersey first week of September and haven't cooked a meal since. So oh and that's not gosh. me. That's not I. I go out for dinner maybe six times a summer. So I'm struggling. Well, would you? I would cut right to it and and just kind of give people the background of the process how this happens. You were first you get called up to join the Jersey Devils and then they go on a road trip to the West Coast, right? Yeah, yeah, I, and yeah then, I was there from the start of the season. Yeah, yeah. And then you get, then you you're on a road trip and you you're on waivers. You wake up in that morning, literally not knowing where you're going to work that day. And I I don't think people can relate to that. That have, you know, nine to five jobs going. Hey, when I get up this morning, I'm not sure what city I'm going to work in. Can you take us through what that morning was like for you? Yeah, I mean, um, it's obviously a little bit trying to find some information. I think would be the biggest kind of issue is no one knows anything um so the waiver wires are you know 24 hour period so i went on uh 12 o'clock at noon the day before and i think i went to two maybe i think it's a little bit longer now i think it'll be two eastern uh, i used to just be 12 to 12 and um until 159 like nobody knows anything until the claims all come in someone in the nhl offices gets notified that a team put a claim in and they let your team know your team lets you know your agent lets you know and all of a sudden you know, you're a, you're a name on the back of a different team. 
Um, so yeah, that morning it was kind of team at a late practice and then they were traveling to LA. We were in Anaheim at the time, um, just before bus, I think was leaving at 10, 1045, um, you know, West coast time. And, uh, I got a text from Tom Fitzgerald, the general manager of, uh, Jersey and just said, Hey, like, can you come down to the lobby real quick? So I was kind of like, okay, either I'm claimed or I'm getting shipped back or whatever. But they kind of said, if I do, if I don't get claimed the day before that, I'd probably just finish the road trip instead of just sending me on a commercial flight back to, to New York, to New York to get to uh, Utica. Got down to the lobby and it was like, hey, like Arizona put in a claim. Like we found out a little bit earlier and they have first choice because of the standings, the way it works in snake order. So he's like, and even if anybody else puts a claim in, like we won't know because they get first pick. And, um, you know, Bill Armstrong will reach out in a, in a minute here. And, you know, then we just have a, obviously a personal conversation after that. It's a little bizarre. I mean, we've talked about this already, but it's just a little bizarre the way you have joined the Coyotes. I mean, <laughs> like literally steps away, not even miles away, a drive involved or anything like that. Both times you got traded in Jersey, you walked down the hallway and this time you were in the correct city. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, there was, when people were going about the, uh, the simulation we all live in with the uh, similarities of the two first games and all that. Um, obviously first time, like you said, I was pregame skated with New Jersey and then warmed up for the game and was in the visiting locker room in the same rink. And then this time, you know, my gear didn't leave the uh, practice stall that was in uh, the away room in Anaheim. And I decided to take a, this time it was a 20 minute Uber to uh, the different hotel that you guys stayed at than what Jersey was in, in Anaheim there. So I had a, an extra day to go get a haircut and wait for you guys to travel in. Did your agent play any role in all of this? Uh, I'm assuming he played some role, but isn't your agent the same agent that Carter Hutton was? Yeah. Yeah. He has Hutton, uh, a few, obviously a few other guys around the league and, and things like that. So, um, you know, once the waiver wire goes on, I'm not sure exactly what their role is, but I'm, I know that he, you know, makes calls to teams that are obviously, you know, dealing with injuries or potential, um, you know, guys might be, you know, looking for an upgrade or things like that. So, you know, and he definitely hits the phones. I mean, that's uh, kind of their role and through it all, but, um, yeah, he had actually, uh, he had actually given me a call right, right. As I was walking down to talk to Fitzgerald, he had, he had also, um, been given the word, so was able to talk to him after I talked to Tom. What was that experience like for you? Um, like finding out that you got claimed, move, moving along. Obviously, the same exact scenario happened just a few years ago. What was your kind of immediate gut reaction to hearing that you got claimed by the Coyotes? A little bit of a relief because you knew that the door was closed in Jersey at that moment, just because of uh, obviously the waiver wire. You're going down the American League if nothing else is bringing you back up to the NHL at that moment. So, um, you know, with their contracts, you know, Bernie and Blackwood, I, I knew the door was going to close at some point. You know, that was kind of inevitable. Um, was obviously hoping that I'd be able to stay on the roster with a little bit of the in, um, inconsistencies in their, their health at the time. And I think that was their play because the day before they had told me, you know, we're not going to send you down right away. We're going to see how things play out with these guys' uh, health and uh, obviously everything going on. And then they had two injuries that game in Anaheim. And it was like, hey, like, unfortunately, just the roster – space is as limited as it is we got to uh got to put you on and then um you know a bit of relief obviously not going back down the american league i i know that uh you know not above it or anything but uh, like that but i know that uh this league is where i wanted to be and, and obviously getting an opportunity and talking with the team is like hey there's gonna be a chance to play some games and you know was obviously looking forward to that so you're talking and when you find out it's arizona somewhere you're familiar with not just yeah the city but the, the equipment manager the location the practice rink you know the city does that help yeah you know 100 percent. i mean right away um obviously bill armstrong was different coaching staff was different outside of you know goaltending coach Corey schwab but uh yeah dave griffith our team services guy reached out you know right away 
Uh-oh. We just lost you, Wedgie. We lost your audio, Wedgie. There you go. Uh, yeah. There you go. That was actually that was actually Zenobi there. He tried calling me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Work, work, work. So, yeah. Um, hopefully there, there we're caught back up. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, yeah, no. The team uh, services. Yeah, Dave Griffith called. I mean, that came in. Rich and Aaron texted me. Um, you know, Stan, Stan Wilson reached out. Uh, there's uh, obviously equipment staff was very similar. So that was obviously nice getting uh, getting to talk to a few people that you wouldn't really talk to unless you saw them on the road and things like that. So a few players, and there's only four guys, uh, you know, Chick, Kraus, um, Fisher, and uh, and Keller were the only, I guess, returning players. So it was uh, a different bit of an overhaul, but it was nice to obviously have some familiarity in the city and everywhere I was going. Scott, I wanted to, we know in this league so much about opportunity and it's not minutes, it's the situation you're placed into. How do you put that all in perspective? Basically, the, the opportunities that you've had, whether it's minutes, a chance at a job, or, you know, the team that you're playing with. Uh-oh. <laughs> he's just really he's really processing he's craig's question yeah, there yeah but this is the way we all react to craig's <laughs> questions we kind of freeze up they get so deep and intellectual which is they're just too too bad because oh see technology today when it works it works when it doesn't it's all it doesn't. good we'll we'll roll with it he's popping back in in just a second so hold tight with us here here we go wedgie there we go <laughs> we thought you were yeah, just doesn't like me we we thought you were uh, evading Craig's questioning. I thought I froze you up there, buddy. So. <laughs> uh, do you remember the question? My big picture. Uh, your life story. Yeah. Go ahead, Craig. Yeah, I was I was just wanted to get a sense of you know how much of this league is about opportunity and not just minutes or you know a shot at the the number one job or the backup job, but the situation into which you're placed with the team. How do you put that all in perspective where you've been thus far in your career? Oh, no. <laughs> well, Craig. I'm not going to is... ask this question again. It's clearly no. a problematic question. I, I think it's the question. I think he probably is, yeah. <laughs> it's freezing up the internet, Craig Morgan. Um, we'll, we'll give him a second to... To get, get back his, in. Uh, to get, yeah. yeah get back well, in. you know, it's interesting because you talk about these emotions and you talk about, you know, this is the things that people don't think of in, in pro sports just as a rule and getting picked off and claimed off of waivers and, and what that must be like. I can't imagine going to work in one city in the morning and my, my family not knowing, um, my friends not knowing where, where I'm going to go to sleep that night, where I'm going to work that night. I mean, the, the, the emotions that you must go through. But then as a pro athlete, you want to play. Like, I think that's most important for pro athlete, any athlete. You want to play. People don't want to sit on the bench. People don't want to watch. People want to be a part of the action and part of the solution. So for Wedgie to to, to have the opportunity, and most importantly, the opportunity to play. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so it just changes your outlook completely right. when you have the opportunity to play because you want to make a difference. And at the goaltending position, it's no fun to sit and watch. And ask yeah. Craig because he did it a lot when he played. <laughs> wow, there it is. All right. I'm going to add him back. Here we go. 
Sorry, Wedgie. We decided it's Craig's questions. They're just too difficult. Yeah. <laughs> softballs from here on out. So yeah, sorry. so you, you get claimed by Arizona, and, and most important. Well, we're talking about the opportunity to play, and 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 you've just kind of hit on it a little bit what it was like in Jersey. But you come to Arizona and you can play, and, and that's all you want as a goaltender, right? You want to have an opportunity and you want to play. So tell us how you're oh, fitting. Oh. No. <laughs> well, Craig. I can answer all these questions. I'm Craig. <laughs> this is yeah. and Leah. Leah will fix this for the audio, so this will be great. But yeah, well, thank you all for uh, bearing with us patience. through some technical issues. We'll work through it. I gotta um, know, by the way, how do we get this coyote in the middle of the screen? Because I'm enjoying it. I know. Yes, Leah, Jacob, Jacob and I did that yesterday. Little behind nice. the scenes action. I know it's kind of fun. Cody the coyote. Did you see the picture of Espo's daughter wearing her uh, yeah, that's Cody great. the coyote shirt? Out as it, as I said team. to Espo, you, uh, the problem is you can't hug a son. So there you go. That's that's the problem with the, <laughs> one of the many problems with the Phoenix Suns logo slash nickname. Well, we're going to try Very Wedgie true. again, Craig, and, I, and I, I hope this works. I, I don't want him to go stand out in the balcony and put his arm up because <laughs> may, that may or may not help. Um, He's asking me if there's an audio online option. Um, a call-in. Hmm. See, there we go, the techie. Thanks, Leah. Leah will check with Jacob. Will I will I, I will uh, check. Well, I asked that. Craig some questions about um, the, the goaltending. One of the things with Wedgwood, we know Carter Hutton is coming off of an injury and coming back to this team at some point. Um, we still haven't had time frames on when he is going to recover and when he's coming back. Um, what happens? Like, what do you see happening when Carter Hutton comes back? It's so much of it depends on the situation at the time he comes back. As we know, these things are fluid, so you can't plan that now. Like, what if one of these goalies gets injured, right? Or, you know, does does Scott continue to play as well as he's playing? There's so many questions. You can't really answer that question, and, and there's no point in answering it until you come to the situation. It's it's the proverbial cross the bridge as as you come to it, Right. But if, if Scott continues to play like this, I mean, how do you how do you pull him out of the goal at that point, PD? Even, you know, I, I know there are some people thinking, oh, trade him, then get an asset for him. Look, I, I'm not sure what that's going to look like at that point. But you also need your team playing with some confidence in front of your goalie. And he has clearly instilled some confidence in this team and got them going on their first streak of the season. So it would be a really tough message for the GM to suddenly move this guy out, even if it's via waivers. It, at that point, I mean, you do have a lot of flexibility. Karel Vemelka is waivers exempt, so you can send him to Tucson without exposing him. Or you can waive Carter Hutton and, and probably rest pretty confidently in knowing that nobody's going to claim him, right? So you have options. You have flexibility. Again, though, I just don't think that they solve that until until they get to it. Yeah, and I, and I and I think that we talk about the Coyotes and their goaltending situation. We we saw what happens early in the year if you don't have a goaltender that you're confident in as as the as the playing you know as the group. Like if you don't get that big save and you're not able to stay in games, I don't know if anybody benefits from it. I don't know if you can get better as a team. I don't know if you can move forward day to day and go to work. I think it's incredibly important that they that they sort this goaltending issue out when it comes to pass. And right now, Scott Wedgwood's the guy. Like every time he plays, at least they've felt they've had a chance. Every time they've played up until now, he's kept them in hockey games. So it's going to be interesting to see. And I, I think Carter Hutton's timeline has, has continually changed. I don't think he's coming back 
you know, tomorrow or the next day yet. I don't know if he's even practicing with the group yet. So it's, it's not imminent. Um, so I, at some point after the holidays, though, after the Thanksgiving holiday, Carter Hutton's going to be back in the mix. And then now you've got three goalies in Tucson, three goalies in Arizona. You've got David Tendick, and you've got a, a goalie in the, in the Ontario League. You've got eight goalies in the organization, and there just aren't that many spots for them. I, I, I don't know if you buy them out. Do you put them on waivers? Do you send somebody home? You can't have four goalies in Tucson. I think it's honestly, it's going to be an issue and you're trying to develop Prozvitov and get him as many games as you possibly yeah, can. That's the thing. Yeah. So whoever so, goes down there is not in a good situation. No. Yeah. And you got Kojanesh who they thought might be the backup here in the trade for Aiden Hill. And they're, they're fine with him down there, but are they developing Kojanesh for the future with Vimelka here now playing like he's playing? I, I think honestly, I think Kojanesh is the odd man out right now in this, in this whole mix and Carter Hutton. I, I don't know how they make room for Carter Hutton now, and I don't think you can afford to travel with three. Um, and I don't think there is a buyout rule during the middle of the season. So you're, you're going to be stuck with this Carter Hutton practice with the team, and, and you rotate three. Do you send a guy home and just pay his salary? It's it's something they're going to have to address, and, and so many of these goaltenders are on one-year deals. Um, so I, I don't know how they're going to address it. I, I'm sure they have a plan and I'm sure they put all this on paper, um, but it's something that's going to have to be addressed. And for the team right now, and we've seen it as a fan base, you want Scott Wedgwood in the lineup. You, you want to have the hope of having a chance to win a game, right? Like, and I think that that's happened since he's been in the lineup and veggie has been better now too um, with, with Scott, Scott Wedgwood playing as he is, takes a little bit of the pressure of veggie and veggie has yeah. been a better goalie. Yeah. yeah. Game. I wonder if the mental aspect, now by the way so oh, sorry what was that he's going to try and join us again uh without okay. video so that okay. maybe, maybe that was the problem all right we'll, we'll try thanks again everyone for your patience but what i was going to say was maybe that's helped veggie mentally just knowing that the pressure is not all on him because i don't think anybody came into this team expecting to be the number one goalie all right let's go ahead and try and add him back just with audio no video so let's give this a try can you hear us? I can. All okay. right. Three We're going to try this. <laughs> we'll try it again, Wedgie. Uh, I'm going to go up on the top of the roof of this hotel in a second. <laughs> I know. We want you to stand up on the roof with your arms stretched out. <laughs> Welcome to Arizona. That's, that circle, by the way, pulsates like an old-fashioned uh, like speaker. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Kind of so, cool Wedgie, effect. important question again. Where is your stuff? Like, where are your clothes? Where's your stuff? Like, you my, wife's keep, my, 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 my wife's keeping the, the fort intact. We have a house in Michigan, but um, actually Jersey's uh, quote manager went to the hotel room I had in uh, New Jersey and packed up a few things that I had. Well, obviously what I had there for camp. And then um, I actually was able to uh, get home to Michigan uh, when we were had the day off in Nashville. And then I re-met the team in, uh, in St. Louis, had a little bit of a, a green card thing I had to take care of. My interview for uh, that was on Monday. So I packed another bag and, Got a few pieces here and there, but uh, I got enough to get me through. Thank goodness the Coyotes have a relaxed um, dress code so you can wear <laughs> t-shirt and jeans to games. So that's <laughs> moderately helpful. I haven't taken sure. advantage of that yet. I don't. I don't have the. Uh, I don't have the casual style other than Lululemon t-shirts and workout shorts to uh, <laughs> to walk down that hallway next to a few guys. Speaking of stuff, I, I know you've been asked this, but let's get this out there so all of our uh, our viewers slash listeners can hear it um 
everybody's wondering about your equipment, the uh, the pads, all the all the devil's gear that you you've been wearing. Um, so what's what's the deal on getting some new stuff? I actually talked to the guy who's going to be painting your mask, but he doesn't have the mask yet. So can you give us an update on all of that? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm still wearing last year's mask. Unfortunately, the uh, the guy who makes them had a little bit of a, a health issue this summer, and he's a bit backed up. So I uh, obviously feel for him, and you know, obviously let him take his time for the, the mask molds. They do them customly, so it's not like they just you know pump out 50 masks and it fits on your head. It's all like uh, kind of like the old paper mache uh, mold, and and he does that well. And then um, you know, true true's on the uh, on the designs. I sent them in. I think probably you know five six days ago now um haven't been here that long even though it feels like it's been a while but uh got got those in and then had to obviously get through designs and, and get those approved and once they're made they go to the toronto office and the toronto office has to approve them and then they get shipped out here and wow you know, that's a hop skip and a jump so um and you know nothing's obviously moving too fast right now in the world so uh yeah, no, there's no superstition. There's no care on, you know. You're a bully. How is that even possible? Like, superstition? No, I don't, because the more you have, like, I'm, I'm a routine-based. I wouldn't call it superstition. I like certain to do certain things and prepare my body a, a certain way, but that's more what works than it is. It has to be done. But, no, it'll get out here eventually. And, you know, now with I've been on the dark gear uh, train the last couple of years in Jersey, I, uh, I kept the dark base, and you know, we're at lots and team colors, and uh, I still got to think of what I want on the mask. We've been uh, brainstorming a little bit, but uh, – the paint job itself i need to dial in once he gets the mold okay so you're still not sure on that design yet not on the mask no um i gotta figure that out pads are done that's all color schemed and it'll look cool with the jersey so i'm excited for those okay so as long as we're on the subject of masks uh, we have to go back to a great story that occurred in new jersey yeah i assume you have that photo right <laughs> can we talk about the mask that you styled uh, in homage to David Putty, the Seinfeld character, who was a, I, I think it's fair to say, a rabid Devils fan on the show. And uh, <laughs> like, the, I think the name of the episode was The Face Painter. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, Patrick Warburton's the actor. And um, growing up, my oldest brother was huge into Seinfeld. He was, you know, he was born in the mid 80s and you know, I was early 90s. So um, that was always on. And we still watch it when it's, uh, you know, on TV and as repeated as it is. But uh, yeah, it was just obviously, you know, pop culture kind of reference, easy to put it uh, in with the team. And actually, there's a mask before the one you just showed. So that one, I flipped the. Uh, the green and the red so that um the green and the black so that i'd obviously have it match my gear a little bit more and we didn't have green in the jerseys but uh there's his actual face on a mask i think it was the 16 17 year um so he's on the left side of the mask and his his wife at the time had reached out and asked if um, we'd be willing to make him one for himself for i think it was father's day at the time so uh, David Gunnerson reached out to me, the painter, and he was like, hey, like they're asking, I don't usually do replicas, but this is pretty cool. Like the actor himself wants, or this his wife wants one for him. And he's like, you know, I'll take your wedge. I had wedge on the chin at that mask. He's like, I'll take that off the chin or whatever. Like, no, I know you won't. Like make it the exact same. <laughs> need to take my family's initials off the back plate and stuff. So I actually have a video on my phone. I think it's, you know, 30, 40 seconds where he's uh, speaking to Dave. He's at his kitchen table with his shirt off and he's just, uh, he's opening up the, the present and uh, he's like, Oh, this is awesome. I'm going to have it at my bar in my basement. So hoping that's still down there and uh, a cool notion, but um, I was unfortunately in the minors, I believe when he came to a game and then I was traded to, uh, to Arizona in the first go around, I think when he was at another one, cause I had reached out to him uh, when I was debuting the one mask and he was shooting the show in Vancouver, I believe. 
but uh, yet to be able to uh, to shake his hand and say hi. But uh, you know, that's a cool video I got on my phone for sure. How many masks has Gunderson painted for you over the years? Do you know the count? He couldn't remember. He said it was a lot. I have every mask I've ever worn, so I could uh, I can get a count. But you got to think of one a season from probably thirteen on, and then uh, with a couple trades, so you know, you add in three teams, so you could have you know, probably probably double digits for sure. That's crazy. I'm going to ask one more painting question or design question. I, I don't know if it's paint or not, or it's a sticker. Your first time around through Arizona, I was on a plane and you came on in New Jersey, boarded the plane with what looked like a suitcase, found out later it was your carrying case for your video game console. Yeah. And it had a picture of you on it. It was like you playing goal, right? So yeah, one, so is it painted? Would... Two, is it a sticker? And three, I, I'm still to this day can't decide if that's like one of the coolest things ever or maybe <laughs> just a touch nerdy. Oh, it's definitely nerdy. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, that was, uh, so the company's called Games with uh, the E and the A switched. And uh, I still like, I still walk around with one of their backpacks. But uh, yeah, they made like a screen inside the briefcase and then it had a strapping system that would you know keep your Xbox from shaking around and breaking and it was all strapped in and then it was just an all-purpose you know bring this one thing you don't have to hook up to hotel oh See, no that was the most important question i asked all day and it gets kicked <laughs> off literally i've wanted to know this for years and, and it's finally <laughs> getting we're my keeping answer. the suspense alive all right we'll keeping try and bring it back one more time because so we gotta we gotta ask him about the uh the photos that dad sent. oh yes we do no. we do Okay, here, here I'll try and read him. He's back. Here okay. we go. Appreciate your patience through this, Scott. This painful. <laughs> would... Are you there? Yes, it just keeps saying the page reloads. The page reloads and it kicks me out. So I don't know what's, what's happening there. Weird. But uh, yeah, so. Do you um, still travel yeah, with was... something? Do you still travel with video games? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't sleep on, on, uh, on game days. So I need to keep myself occupied. Huh. That's amazing. You don't nap? Even I napped. Mm -hmm. And I'm. Um, I find I, I feel like I just get really groggy and, and you know I don't start the engine back up till the second period. So um, yeah, no, whatever I, you're I doing just, uh, works. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, now I have just a, an Xbox and then like it almost looks like an iPad, but it's a it's a 4K like 13 inch screen that just slides in my laptop case in my backpack and I. Well, this is amazing. Leo, we, our success rate on technology at PHNX Coyotes podcast is just amazing. <laughs> oh, unfortunate. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So I want to ask him, Craig, so let's prep because there is, I have well. one question left that's incredibly important and you have yeah. one that we, the, yeah. the most that's important it. question we can ask. We got, we got two questions left. Yeah. Okay. So you'll get All to right. the pictures and then I'll get mine. All right. Here we go. Well, try, try again. Okay. Wedgie, I got to ask you. Uh, yeah, I'll see if the upside works. Oh, <laughs> I can actually hear it. Yeah, we can hear it great. Your dad sent along and shared a couple photos with us. I go back inside. No, no you're great. No, you're fine. It's fine. Your dad shared a couple photos with us, fine. and he kind of he knew at the time that one of those photos would make you a little bit angry. Um, so we're going to put up those photos and you can tell me which one it is that would probably right. make you. I don't think it's this one. That's the money for you as a defenseman, right? 
Yeah, yeah, that probably, uh, I don't know, age, maybe seven, eight, I'm not sure, maybe even younger. All right, here's the other. <laughs> There's the other. Style right there. Here's the Look at one. that. What's wrong with this photo? tighter jersey? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know if that's a player jersey wrapped around a fat kid or if it's just <laughs> Pre-game snack of Twinkies, clearly, back in that's, the state, uh, That's waking up with Cinnamon Toast Crunch and going to bed. Oh, wow. <laughs> But we talked about whatever you're doing is working. Have have you made any changes to your game since getting to Arizona? Why the success here? Is it is it just confidence, is it preparation, or is this just you're getting an opportunity to put more games together and you're getting to play more? I think it's a combination. Um, you know, I think um, I don't know mentally what if I go back and kind of reflect on the first couple of games in Jersey. I didn't think I played bad by any means. Um, had some tough spots and, and obviously it's not an easy game to win, but uh, yeah, I just feel like when I was coming here, I uh, just kind of stuck to what kind of worked, what felt comfortable. Obviously, um, the, like I said, the door was kind of closing there and didn't really feel like I had an opportunity to just steal a job regardless of what I did. And then when I came into, uh, into the situation here and it was kind of, you know, the GM called and said, Hey, like, you're going to have a chance and there's an opportunity to stick and maybe find a home if you do well. And it was kind of like, all right, like it's all I need give me a, give me a, you know, a green light and, and I'll take a run at it. So, um, unfortunately with the, the time running out in Jersey, regardless of what I did, at least kind of gave me a second chance, maybe a little bit of spark. And, you know, I don't like to let those slip through my fingers. So right now, and I know it's hard, but your contract's up at the end of the year. So, you just want to have a job just like the rest of us. Everybody wants to work. So are you thinking big picture like that? Or are you thinking, Hey, I got to be prepared for Connor McDavid on Wednesday. Is it a smaller piece and the rest takes care of itself? Or are you and your agent actively pursuing things as it is? Or, or how do you approach your day to day right now? No day to day right now is, you know, what's for dinner. Um, nothing crazy <laughs> on, you know, moving forward, figure out where, where I'm eating out for the 900 yeah. time. But um, no, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm a realist when it comes to it at some points too. Like obviously, you know, I look forward to the future and now that we got a mortgage and, you know, my wife and I are having our, we're married, but we got a ceremony this summer and, you know, want to start a family, things like that. So you think big picture as a, as a normal human being, but um, no, there's no agency talks of, you know, pay us or do this or do that um, by any means. I would love a one-way contract. I feel like I got ahead of myself maybe a little bit last year uh, with what I did. I mean, I went a lot of games, but I played really well and, you know, once you struggle, not struggle, but you're up and down for so long, you know, that one-way contract kind of solidifies a job. You can come into a team without having to, you know, be in a hotel to start a season and, and fight for a job and wait to hear what your life's going to be like. And it's kind of, a, you know, a bit of a mental grind there where you, know, you got guys that come down in August to an NHL training camp and they've been in their house and making, you know, their kids are getting ready to go to school and everything's going to be solidified. And I come down with, you know, a backpack and a suitcase and just kind of wait to see if I can bring down luggage or see my wife and, you know, since, you know, the early September. So that's kind of been the struggle. And that's one thing I hope to obviously earn is just the ability to, you know, be solidified on a team to start the next season would be, uh, you know, the next step for me eventually as this year comes to an end. Um, but, you know, all in due time. How, how is the mood in the room right now, Scott? Like you, you, you weren't here when they were going through their, their struggles early, but clearly now you've got points in four straight. Um, what's the mood like in the room? How are the guys feeling? I think it's, you know, a combination of obviously everyone's happy, but I think it's a bit of like a relief and a, an almost just kind of that dark cloud has subsided. And now it's like, okay, like we knew this was here. It was just, 
we finally saw the result. I don't think it was ever a question of like, you know, we haven't won, we're terrible, blah, 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 all the negatives that you you think might come through. And when I came into the room, it wasn't, you know, talking to the team. It's like, hey, like we, we had two bad games. The rest of them, we were in them and we should have won on a bounce here or a post there. And, you know, we had great goaltending and then we just couldn't put the puck in the net. So it wasn't like they were like, you know, we've been blown out 12 times and a regulated NHL team. But um, it was, it's been great now. And I mean, obviously, once you get any points and, and a couple of wins and you get your win songs after the game and guys are happy and know how hard people work and how hard people care, it's, uh, it's obviously a bit rewarding. And last, we, we got big poll veggie or milkman in the room? <laughs> veggie, veggie or milkman? Well, veggie, wedgie just kind of come out at the same time sometimes. So yeah, exactly. A little bit. But, mm-hmm. um, I feel like veggie kind of rolls a little bit more than milkman. I don't, I don't That's don't what know we think to too. Okay. That's the most important question. Well, like of the when's day, the last wedgie? time you ever saw a milkman, you know? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like, we talking about 1950s. That is, yeah, that's I feel the like mic. I'm going to ask him that question, but yeah, I, I give him veg and, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of the same thing with me. It's either wedge or wedgie. One of the strength guys called me Scott the other day. I'm like, are you my mom? that's awesome well wedgie thank you so much for joining us and bearing through us with the technical difficulties we'll try to have you back on again um in another circumstance but it was great chatting with you and best of luck this week no thank you guys i'll I'll upgrade the wi-fi bill here maybe (laughs) pay for for the uh, high the high price one or whatever the hotel offers all right thanks wedgie good luck this wednesday all right thank you guys all right, that was Arizona Coyotes goaltender Scott Wedgwood. We made it work a little bit, you know, yep. just like his career, just PD, unpredictable like, in and out. But that was that's a mic drop right there, right? I mean, yeah, you get it from his his his, uh, his, his goaltending partner says yeah. veggie. Like, no, literally, nobody on the team calls him milkman. I keep saying this. Stop. Stop trying to make it milkman. It's. I, it's I just honestly, it's like one of those debates that isn't a debate. It's a question exactly. that's not a question. Like yep. I. Okay, we're, we're and I, I will vow to stop talking about it now. There is no more milkman. We're not going to ask the question. <laughs> we won't do any more polls. When we refer to it, PHNX, it is now veggie. Well, that was my really response, good, and that was great. I'm glad we had him on. Yeah, my response when I see milkman now is going to be who? That's it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I apologize for all the technical issues. I, I hope you were able to get some of the content there and, and some of the things that Scott had to say because this team's turnaround clearly came when when Scott Wedgwood was claimed off of wage, waivers from the New Jersey Devils. Like the the season literally feels like it's turned around on his shoulders, and I don't. He's so laid back. I, I don't think it's affecting him. I don't think he feels the pressure. I think he just gets up and plays. Like I, I think he's a pretty calm, cool, collected guy. Very cerebral. Very smart. Um, very understands the situation. Very confident. Yeah, very confident. In spite of all that he's been through, he's got a lot of self-confidence. And, and by the way, I'll have a story on him, a deeper dive, looking at his his journey over the last several years. Got a chance to talk to his dad, and that was a great conversation. Some other sources as well. So we'll have a story up on PHNX Sports tomorrow as well. But uh, yeah, just just a really good story right now. I, you, you love how these things, you know, even in, even in the darkest of seasons, there are always these incredible stories that arise over the course of an 82 game schedule. And, and he's, he's been the best story in my opinion so far for the coyotes with him. Yeah. And you know, the, the parallels between the last time and then sparking this team on the, literally the only run they've had of the season. It's been really named a goalie yet, Craig for tomorrow. What's that? Have they named a starter for tomorrow against Edmonton? Yeah. Name of a starter, but I, I wasn't at practice today. So just so y'all know that I was 
I was slacking today. I think the, <laughs> I was actually working, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was going to say, you know, the Coyotes are on a little bit of a point run here, and I'm sure there's some folks around who have been making some good money betting on the Coyotes on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So if you're feeling confident about this point streak that the Coyotes are on right now and you want to continue riding that wave and bet on them or you can bet on anything else, you can do so using the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And this week for Thanksgiving, the promotion, new customers can bet $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Also, for those Thanksgiving games, all customers get a risk-free bet up to $25 if your same-game parlay doesn't win. So I wonder if Petey will take advantage of that one, although he says he's done betting on football. But, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'll be sitting there Thanksgiving going, well, there's three football games, right? Like, what better way to celebrate Thanksgiving than a three-game parlay? Exactly. Exactly. So be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX, bet a dollar on any Thanksgiving NFL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Craig, I know you weren't at practice, but any injury updates for us? Any COVID players in COVID protocol updates? Yeah, uh, as I was saying to you guys earlier, Jay Beagle's not going to play this week. Uh, they're going to have to do further tests on him. So clearly that impacts their center position even more. Uh, a position that they were they were not deep at to begin the season, and now they're down Nick Schmaltz, Jay Beagle, and Johan Larson, who is still in the COVID protocols, uh, won't be eligible to come off until this weekend. Um, Andrew Ladd is eligible to come off tomorrow. I'm not sure they'll put him right back in the lineup after he's been off for 10 days. They, they would, I would assume they would want him to practice for a couple of days. Maybe he'll play on Saturday. And then Phil Housley is going to be back behind the bench because he's out of COVID protocols. So got that going. I don't think Anton Strahlman is quite ready yet. So we're probably going to see close to the same lineup we've been seeing. And maybe that's not a bad thing because they've obviously had a little bit of success with this lineup. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, the next two games, you're looking at teams that, you know, Ben and Sagan up the middle in Dallas on Saturday. You've got McDavid and Dreisaitl up the middle against Edmonton. These are teams that have strong center ice position, not the time you want three of your four regular centermen out of the lineup. Um, so luckily enough, we had Wedgie on today because he clearly is going to have to be um, a factor in, in if there are to be more points and we keep this consecutive points streak going because I, I really believe that they're going to have their hands full on Wednesday. This team, this team is offensive. They're quick. Um, they transition better than any team in the national hockey league. Um, boy, they, they're going to need good goaltending for sure on Wednesday. PD, I haven't been paying attention, but when tip was here last time, he broke up uh, McDavid and dry had him centering different lines. Is that how they've been rolling recently? Yeah, they have. And I think, you know, the one thing that Tip can do is he can make those adjustments quickly. And and when he feels they need, they do that when they need to get an extra push, when they need to find that little extra offense, you'll see them getting paired. But right now they're separated. They got McDavid with Hyman and Pugliarvi. Um, Nugent Hopkins is with Dreisettle and Yamamoto. So they have 
those two split up. So that makes it even more difficult for the coyotes. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when you can focus on one line, you can try to put a checking line together to handle it. But when you split them up, you, you, it makes it, it makes it so difficult when you, when you can separate those guys and roll them one after the other, you can't match lines when you, when you do that. So yeah. um, we'll, we'll see what, what happens. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's a team that that is offensively gifted, and right now the Coyotes have been winning two one. So they need to defend, need to defend, and they need to defend extremely well between the blue lines. And Craig, that's funny because I, I saw something in the in the Discord that somebody wants you to explain the left wing lock. So I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that article when we get into the left wing lock. But yeah. they do need to defend well between the blue lines if they want to have a chance against Edmonton. Yep, for sure. Well, we will be back tomorrow night um, for our post game show um, after the Oilers game. Another another late one, an eight another o'clock eight game. O'clock? Really? They're really hitting us with these <laughs> lately. Yeah, the eight o'clock start because of the uh, Sportsnet doubleheader. Can we, we have bring a, a sleeping bag to do our uh, Thanksgiving podcast tomorrow too? Yes. So we um, are dropping a audio podcast also in the morning. So we'll have the post game show tomorrow night and an audio episode to get you until eight PM since it is such a long day. Um, PD and Craig and I debate Thanksgiving related topics such as. Is turkey overrated? When is an appropriate time to put up your Christmas lights? Should there be sports played on Thanksgiving and more? So please give it a listen. Tweet at us. Um, if <laughs> yeah. you agree or disagree, I I was heated during the discussion, so I'm sure many of our listeners will be as well. So let us know in our members-only Discord um, what you think about that. You can join that by becoming a member at gophnx.com. So a lot of stuff you can do tomorrow. You can become a member, read Craig's story on Scott Wedgwood that's coming out tomorrow, join the members-only Discord, listen to our audio episode about Thanksgiving, add your two cents to that debate. Um, if you haven't already seen it, we have new um, shirts in our locker. So we have this brand new design. Sweet and uh, new colors of Cody the Coyote shirt. So check all of that out at the PHNX Locker. Members also get exclusive deals of the week on merchandise every week. So you'll want to be sure to check that out and uh, and let us know. Tim says turkey's overrated, but if you smoke it, it becomes way underrated. And that is actually an exact word-for-word comment out of one of our mouths on tomorrow's episode, but I will let you listen mm. to find out who yeah. said it. Well, I, <laughs> I'm just trying to decide if they should they wait. That. Here's another thing to ponder. Does a love of cranberries ensure that you will live a lonely life? I'll, I'll let you think. Yeah, about and in. speaking of that, Erin says, I'm excited for Friendsgiving. And I believe she's bringing cranberries Uh-oh. to Friendsgiving tonight. We have a PHNX Friendsgiving happening. So yeah. just a lot of a lot of takes. Aaron's coming yeah. in the corner by herself tonight. I, I think to get that Thanksgiving joy, you should listen to that podcast on Thanksgiving Day. Because if anybody needs to bring joy to Thanksgiving, it's me. Petey, what, you had no joy for like the first 15 minutes of that podcast. And then you find out why, because uh, because um, then you hear about Petey as a child and what a menace he was. Yeah. Hard to believe all of those stories of... <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. dying. Bah humbug. Saul yeah. says, I will not stand for this. <laughs> bah humbug. <laughs> oh was he a cranberry God. guy too? I don't know. Oh, oh. Cranberry or turkey. He says pumpkin pie is trash. 
Yeah. Oh splash without whipped cream. Okay. But what class you got to be real whipped cream, not the spray can kind. But it, it all counts. <laughs> the spray can. Saul is digging into the turkey. The friends game. And we've talked about this on the podcast, so it won't ruin too much. But this, this is my officially my first Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. I didn't know it was a cranberry two weeks ago. No, I just, I just... don't. Yeah, I, either I don't have friends or I'm too old. One of the two. I'm, I'm not sure which. I guess we'll find oh out in a couple gosh. hours. We will. The anticipation we will. is killing me. Can we put it somewhere else? Like it's so far in traffic at right at rush hour. Like, really? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you always have something to complain about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sad but true. Oh sad my gosh. True. No, I'm oh looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. Gilbert. Next one's gonna be all the way out in Gilbert, buddy. Gilbert. Is that is that still part of Arizona? Yeah, there are a lot of us that live out this way. So you want to get tripped a little more on this podcast? You need a passport to get in? Oh, my God. No. At some point, we need to get a hold of that Mikhail Bodker weather forecast where he talks about Gilbert to put on the show because it was so good. I don't know if, I don't know if you even know what I'm talking about, but Mikhail No Bodker, idea. They had him do a weather forecast one time for one of the local stations. And he's you know, <laughs> around the city. It's I got my, my, not much out there. It's all nailed that I've got my summer place in Yuma. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> a long drive in today to get the friends giving from Yuma. Can you Uber from Yuma to, to Tempe? Oh my so. gosh. Wow. We need to get out of here. Yeah, we no, do. that was good. By we the way, I, we'll end it with Scott Wedgwood has, has turned our whole season around here in Arizona. It's made our jobs easier because we get to talk about some positive things on the air and it gives our fans the, the ability to stay till the final buzzer and have have what we all wanted is just some hope. Um so it'll be interesting to see as this games. all folds out when, when Carter Harton comes back. But for now, Wedgie's the guy. And hopefully he can build the wall and put up a fort tomorrow night against Connor McDavid. So I'm excited. I'm excited too. And as always, don't forget to check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app this week for those NFL Thanksgiving games using the promo code PHNX. Betting on those games, if either team scores, you get $100 in free bets. And Please follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Um, the Slapshot bet is still on, so we need all the followers we can get. So Uspo will have to take a Slapshot from a player of our choosing. Please follow each of us on Twitter at Leah Merrill, at S. Peters Hockey, at Craig S. Morgan. And uh, check out PHNX Sports on YouTube, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, please like, subscribe, and leave us a review. It's really helpful. Um, thank you all so much. We will see you tomorrow for post game. And uh, please let us know your thoughts on our Thanksgiving episode that's coming out tomorrow as well. So on that note, have a great day, everyone. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.